Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in Isaiah 42 and it's going to be discussing the servant of the Lord. But before I do that, I'd just like to do a quick recap of 40 and 41 and just where we've been. Um, with the week's mindset being don't give up, have faith in God, trust in God, look to him when you're feeling low, when you're concerned about today's society and world. Don't give up, persevere, remember the creator of the world, the creator of all, has you in in his care, he has you in his hands, he knows you, he loves you, and he is truly looking out for you. So and if we remember back in chapter 40, it was really about the comfort of God, God comforting his people when they get tired, when they get scared, when they get too worn out. That chapter ends with him talking about lifting you up as if on wings of eagles so that you can soar. But it requires us to remember to look to him. Then we talk about, or he talks about in chapter 41, his helper. And that his helper is actually him and that he is not created by man's hands and has the hammer's smoothing tool and treatment to make him an idol or a god that's been manufactured by a human, a god or idol that has to be nailed to the floor so it doesn't fall over. No, he is the god who has created the world, who has seen the past, the present, and the future. He is the one who knows all things. He is not a man-made God. And now we're in chapter 42, the servant of the Lord. So this one, this chapter is very interesting. It covers a lot of topics. So we'll just start here in verse one. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out, or raise his voice in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged, till he establishes justice on earth. In his teachings the islands will be will put their hope. So think about when Christ was baptized. And the Spirit came upon him. Through righteousness is the only way that justice can be given to the nations. And Christ will come, and the servant will come, not as a warrior, but as a gentle leader. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. So I always think about that. Sometimes my faith seems like it's only a smoldering wick. And instead of getting snuffed out, he will actually make it grow. He will fan it to, so that it's an actual flame, and it can burn bright. This is what God the Lord says, the creator of the heavens who stretches them out, who spreads out the earth with all that springs from it 
who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles. So again, we've seen throughout Isaiah that Gentiles are part of God's plan. From the very beginning, we have been included. To open the eyes, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. So I really like this section. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I think about the times in the, in the Bible where Jesus offered his hand, he touched somebody, and there was healing, there was comfort. I like how it's also to open the eyes that are blind to free captives from prison and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Isn't that the case of so many of us, that we sit in darkness, we sit in our sin, and we are consumed by it, that we sit in our depression, and we think such terrible thoughts, we can't even move. And here he is, he is the light who will break that darkness. He is the person who will free us from the captivity of our sins, of our, of our depressions, of our concerns, of our worry. He is here for us. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have, t- have taken place, and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. So it's interesting. I will not yield my glory to another. <clears throat> so could that really be an, an indicator of the Trinity, right? Because Jesus was glorified, but because he is part of God, he is not yielding his glory to anyone else. Verse 10, song of praise to the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you islands and all who live in them. Let the wilderness and its towns raise their voices. Let the settlements where Kedar lives rejoice. Let the people of Selah sing for joy, and let them shout from the mountaintops. Let them give glory to the Lord and proclaim his praise in the islands. The Lord will march out like a champion, like a warrior he will stir up his zeal. With a shout he will raise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. For a long time I have kept silent. I have been quiet and held myself back. But now, like a woman in childbirth, I will cry out. I gasp and pant. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will turn rivers into islands and dry up the pools. I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. But those who trust in idols, who say to images, you are gods, will be turned back in utter shame. So, what a great image. The blind who are now in an unknown place can now will still be led safely. But those who trust in their gods or their idols that they've made, their Egypt from the past chapters, whatever it is that we rely on, whatever I rely on, if I rely upon them instead of God, I'll be turned back in utter shame. 
verse 18. Hear you deaf, look you blind, and see. Who is blind but my servant, and deaf like the messenger I send? Who is blind like the one in covenant with me, blind like the servant of the Lord? You have seen many things, but you pay no attention. Your ears are open, but you do not listen. It pleased the Lord for the sake of his righteousness to make his, his law great and glorious. But this is a people plundered and looted, all of them trapped in pits or hidden away in prisons. They have become plunder with no one to rescue them. They have been made loot with no one to say, send them back. Which of you will listen to this or pay close attention in time to come? Who hand, handed Jacob over to become loot? and Israel to the plunderers. Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned? For they would not follow his ways, they did not obey his laws. So he poured out on them his burning anger, the violence of war. It enveloped them in flames, yet they did not understand. It consumed them, but they did not take it to heart. So with God, if you follow his ways and do what he says and praise him, you will still potentially have trouble. You will still have issues and life, right? We're part of the human race, and there's always going to be strife and challenges. But if you turn from God, and this is especially true in the Old Testament, his wrath will be po- was poured out on them because he had done so much. He had so, so through history lifted them up demonstrated his love and his majesty and his grace. And yet they continuously turned away. Again, I say, I am grateful that I live in the covenant of grace through, through Christ uh, and his sacrifice on the cross. It's really through that grace that God's anger doesn't get poured out on me. But Israel is just like me. I see, I've seen so many times God blessing me, blessing my family, blessing, you know, what I do. And yet I still eventually turn away. And it's part of that journey, I guess, that I'm on. So with that, I love reading is about Israel. Isaiah has been a great book. We've talked about the servant of the Lord and the wonderful description here of Christ coming back to earth. I feel like at times I am that that um, bruised reed. I am that smoldering fire and that I could so easily be put out. But God doesn't allow that to happen. He loves me. He loves you. So again, I, I say, as our mindset, we don't give up. We don't give in. We keep moving forward on our path. Lord God, I thank you for this day and for taking care of us. I praise you for this time. I just pray that you would watch over each and every person here, that our hearts and our minds would be focused on you, that we would do your will, that we would see others as you see them, that we would strive to hear your voice and do your will, that we would not give up, that we would be faithful, and that we would continuously strive forward, that we would understand that when there are times that are very tough and scary, that our, our job or our correct action is to turn to you always in all things to seek out your face, to seek your wisdom, and to seek your peace. So Lord, I just lift up my friends and family and my fellow fellow Christians and brothers and sisters here 
and I just pray for your guidance. May your blessing be upon them. May your hand hold them and guide them. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on this journey back to God.